welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Monday. We're a minute late. Not so bad this time. Last week was like, last session was like three minutes late, which is terrible. Yeah, exactly. How's everybody doing today? They're outside here, the uh, the Feldman household. Yes. And I've, and I've decided that there are a lot of um, you know a lot of new daytime talk shows. Good morning, that, There's a lot of daytime talk shows that premiered today. Um, I, yes. Are you going to talk about I'm that? I'm going to mention one of them. Oh, give me a little bit because I, you know which one it is. I know which one it is. Give me some time for mental preparation. Good morning, Gina. <laughs> I want everybody to notice, okay? This. Do you see this? Yes. That I shaved. See, we got a camera. We got a, <laughs> We actually have like a helicopter I, above us. They're I, like now we're becoming so popular. They're. Uh, I, I take feedback. Checking out our show. I take feedback from our loyal followers very seriously, and uh, one of them. I can mention too, right? Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy yeah. pointed out uh, a couple of days ago that uh, the beard needed to go. Um, he, I don't think he said it quite that way. He said maybe he just turned a little bit, but then it's like, you know what? Let's get rid of it. So I'm back. I'm back to clean shaven, and uh, we'll give it a shot. I think maybe it'll winter time is when I'll grow it back again. Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever it takes. But I just want to show, like, you know, when people make a suggestion, I take it to heart. You are. <laughs> I mean, it's like these are what are these like votes? You know? Yeah. We yeah. could we could talk about how uh, different votes are going to impact, you know, See, what we do every day. Focus on trivial things. Exactly. Um. He, oh, look at Gina. Don't cover up that cute face. Oh, thank you, Gina. Oh, that's she, so sweet. She's I always. Love Gina. How could you not love I, Gina? I love she everybody who's on. Everybody, sure. you know, we love that you guys have been on this journey with it, us since. Uh, makes it so much. It makes it fun. March, actually. So Saturday night, what did we have for dinner? We ordered Greek food. Is that what we were like? I had the sort of oh, Elias Tavern. It was really in good. The Bronx, in Bronxville, not Bronx. <laughs> I was like, I said, really? You ordered Greek food for all no, of the Bronx? No, not from Bronx. Um, have we been there in person? I don't know. I don't but think it, so. It was really good. If anybody likes Greek food, Elias Tavern. Yeah. I had the swordfish kebabs. Excuse me, but Greek full meatball. allergies are about to like uh, yeah, attack me. And I had the Greek meatballs. Um, which, by the way, I mean, the, the Greek meatballs are good, but you know who makes the best Greek meatballs Your dad. Ever? My dad. Your dad. My dad makes absolutely amazing, amazing Greek meatballs. Um, I think it was passed down from, I'm assuming, from my yaya. You didn't, people didn't know I had a little bit of Greek. Darren Feldman I, I, had Darren a yaya. Who knew? <laughs> I have a Greek side of the family, okay? So in case you were wondering, like, what's he talking about? I thought right. that guy was Jewish. Love it. There's a whole side of me you don't know about. Um, but he makes fantastic Greek meatballs. But this place did a very nice job. And what you have? You had the lamb. I had the lamb. Uh, I had but the it, lamb again, But if you really, like I said, if you're looking for places to order in from, I would definitely give that place... Um, a shot. Yeah, it was great. We got yeah. it. What did we get it off of Grubhub? Yeah. Grubhub. And then on Sunday, I went for a couple slices of pizza. I'm not going to mention where. I was. Just, it was a place that I like a lot, but I was a little bit disappointed yesterday, so we're just going to leave it and just assume that it was a bad day. But I was looking forward to the dinner that Beth was making last night that she told me about earlier in the day. She is on 
fire. Okay. Last week, just to, to, to recap, to, to recap, to recap, we had the Big Mac, the Big, Big Mac, Mac salad, which, which, we'll is coming, which is coming back again yeah. this week. It's gonna we have had a sequel again. Compressed chicken. Am I saying it correct? Chicken, chicken, which was great. And last night she made flank steak with some sautéed vegetables, and she wrapped it up with these like little toothpicks. It was it was phenomenal. Well, uh, this is the beauty of being in Facebook groups where people are sharing amazing, like, healthy recipes. So somebody yesterday actually shared that flank steak recipe with julienne vegetables on it. And I said, mmm, that looks good. And even better, this is great, because Darren and I, unfortunately, still have to quarantine. We don't have anything wrong with us, but we have to, in New York, you have to stay in for two weeks. So we've been quarantining from Chicago. Two weeks, by the way, yeah. regardless of what kind of COVID test you get back. Right. Just for people who are in New York, you need to know that. But luckily, um, you know, we're not in crazy pandemic mode, which where you weren't able to order off of Fresh Direct or Instacart. So I've been ordering off of Instacart from Wegmans, which is quite delightful if I do say so myself. And I wound up being able to order. I literally went to the recipe and I just clicked on all the things that I needed. The flank steak, the peppers, the asparagus, zucchini. I forgot the onions, but we had onions. So the difference would be the next time I put in red onions. But it was an easy recipe. The only hard part was figuring out, and I don't know, for those of you I know Ivy cooks and Lucia cooks, um, like I sliced the flank steak. I tried to like make it thinner and then I rolled the vegetables in it. But would you just roll all the vegetables in the flank steak and then cut it and put the hmm. toothpicks in? That's, that's, that's kind of, somebody asked me that yesterday after I showed a picture of my flank steak and I said, honestly, I don't know if I did it right, but it tasted good. <laughs> it tasted good, that's all so I So I'll take it, but I'd love to know from the pros out there because I, I didn't know if I did it right. Oh, well, it tasted right, that's all I'll tell you. Yes. Um, my mom seems to be doing a little bit better as we like to say, she is the impatient patient. Oh my God. Uh, she told me, she's like, they're gonna be ballerinas at that rehab by the time she's done with them. <laughs> That's what she told me yesterday in a message. She was so funny. What's interesting is- Pound the steak first. Oh, I didn't do that. Pound that steak. Oh. So she is um, at the rehab center, also with my stepfather. <laughs> Not the in the same, same room. Not in the same room, we're in separate rooms for now. And um, we went to go drop off some stuff at the front of the facility um, the other day. And uh, I didn't realize it, but the facility is literally around the corner from where I went to high school, in Jamaica High School in, in Queens. And um, <laughs> we drove around the back and Beth's like, oh, that's really pretty over there. You went to a really nice high school. I'm like, um, <laughs> I, don't know what you're, I don't know what you're thinking about. The high school I went to was, was uh, barely safe. And the but it looks very and nice. The pond now. right behind Jamaica High School is called Goose Pond Park. And that's like, wow, that's lovely. And I'm, and I'm just thinking back, my memories and taking back, like, whatever you do, do not go back behind the high school ever, ever, because your life will be taken. Oh my your, god! No, it, it's, it was very dangerous back there. Like people would always get stabbed, be, you know, get their asses kicked. So you did wow. not want you did not want to leave the high school and go behind the high school to hang out in Goose Pond Park. But maybe during other times of day, like when we, you know, when we were coming back from the facility around the corner, maybe there is a safe time. No, to it do looks it. like the neighborhood. It kind of is. It's like really nice now. So I don't know what you're talking about. I, it actually I know. Seems, I, I, sound, I mean, listen. Comparatively, let's be honest. South Shore High School in Canarsie, off of Flatlands Avenue, is across the street 
from the sanitation department where they, I think they either, no, either the, maybe it was the sewer department. I think it might have been the sewer department. So that was right across the street. But that doesn't make it unsafe, though. No, but then the building itself was like a 1960s type modern, like not attractive at all. Yours looked almost like New Rochelle High School. Very pretty. Huge high school. And then it backed up against the, um, you know, the, there were uh, low-income apartments that were right backing up you know, next to the school. So, unfortunately, there was a lot of, um, you know, chain snatching going on and other things that <laughs> happened back then. I, what a great term, chain snatching. Was chain snatching. <laughs> you did not wear a chain. You didn't. You turned your rings around. You Locky did what you yeah. had to do. Close your windows, lock your doors. You know, you had to protect yourself. That was so what that we was, did in Brooklyn. So, that's, that's what we... Um, that's what we did. Oh, on most Saturday. Portuguese kids that lived in Jamaica, Queens, went to Catholic school. Oh. I have, well, I have a few friends who some of them are on maybe today who went to Catholic school as we grew up in Queens. Um, big holiday coming up for us Jews. It's going to feel really strange. Oh, wow. I know. Rosh Hashanah is coming up this weekend. Wow. Um, it's usually a really big holiday for us in terms of family, and it's really very disheartening, um, I don't want to say depressing, there's, there's a lot of other things in the world to be depressed about, um, but it is disheartening that we're not going to be able to have our family here with us. For, first for, time for, ever. For, yes, for first time yeah. ever for Rosh Hashanah. Uh, for various reasons, Beth's parents are in Florida, my parents are both in a rehab facility, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, our kids are in college. Our kids are in college, uh, so... We're going to be davening at home. I guess I'll be uh, making a chicken and uh, figure out what else I'm going to do. But, yeah, it's like certain dates, certain holidays are going to be extreme. I mean, we already had, we had the Zoom Passover. Are we now going, we'll, are we going to have a Zoom Rosh Hashanah? Nah, probably she's not, not reading stuff. Yeah. And, and the only other thing is Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I, we have to figure out what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. Yes, well, the kids will be home for that. Yeah. They better be. I know. Well, yeah, of course they are. Um... Since I'm on the topic of Jamaica High School, just want to wish a happy birthday to Paul Bianchini, who I grew up with in Queens, whose uh, birthday it is today. But I've known him since since first grade. Wow. Since first grade. So happy birthday to you, Paul. Um, got a lot of different things. To Wait, cover. I got a happy birthday too. Well, you gotta let we me know. We have to say it together. Okay. Um, Becca's former roommate and really amazing friend Shira. It's her who is mom. A, who is a godsend. Who we love to pieces. Who is just like one of the best, like brightest lights in our daughter's life. Um, it's her mom, Jill's 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Jill. Happy birthday, Welcome Jill. Welcome to the 5 Club. Yes, we know what it's like. Enjoy it. Um, <laughs> lean into it. And uh, 50's the new 30's, all I gotta say. That's what we say every day. Exactly. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, before we go into the news topics of the day, I'm going to take you a little back into some history, okay? On two presidents, I thought this was a very interesting topic that was brought up. Okay. That one of our faithful uh, viewers mentioned that maybe we should discuss. Discussing Kennedy and Lincoln. Yes. Okay? Two, obviously, different presidents from different eras, but it was very interesting which Beth is going to share some comparisons and similarities in terms of history with these two presidents and I thought we would share it today before we go on to the current event. Are you okay professor? Yes I am. All right go ahead. I have Wikipedia. <laughs> all right, all right go ahead. Here we go. 
So both presidents were elected to Congress in 46, so I guess uh, 1946 and 1846. 1846, okay. Both presidents were elected to the presidency in 60, so 1860 and 1960. Interesting. Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Uh, both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Both married in their 30s to women in their 20s. Both lost a son while living in the White House. Both were shot on a Friday. Both were shot in the head. Both were shot in the presence of their wives. Lincoln's secretary, Kennedy, warned him not to go to the theater. Kennedy's secretary, Lincoln, wanted him not to go to Dallas. That is just freaky. I need a fact check on that one. That was interesting. Okay. Both were assassinated by Southerners. Both were seceded by Southerners. Both successors were surnamed Johnson. Andrew Johnson, Lyndon Johnson. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Both successors were born in 08. Both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, were born in 39, so 1839, 1939. Wow. Both assassins were known by their three names. Each assassin's name is composed of 15 letters. Booth ran from the theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. Booth and Oswald were assassinated before their trials. Kennedy was assassinated in a Lincoln car made by Ford. John Wilkes Booth assassinated Lincoln in the Ford Theater. Wow. That is just freaking nuts, right? That, I, I mean, I always heard about some similarities. Now, are these are all true? These are all, I mean, this has all been factually checked? This is what it's saying. These are true facts. The uncertain assertions is that... Right, so, okay, so you have the true stuff. Right, so the uncertain assertions are that Booth and Oswald were assassinated before their trials. After refusing to surrender, John Wilkes Booth was shot by a trooper. Oswald was assassinated by Jack Ruby while on his way to county jail on November 24, 1963. False assertions. Lincoln's secretary named Kennedy. Although President Kennedy did have a secretary named Evelyn Lincoln, there is no record that President Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. Mm. Both assassins were born in 39. John Wilkes Booth, Booth was actually born in, in 1838, while Lee Harvey Oswald was born in 1939. Later lists include a kicker that a week before Lincoln was shot, he was in Monroe, Maryland, and a week before Kennedy was shot, he was with Marilyn Monroe. Both statements are untrue due to there's no such place as Monroe, Maryland, and Marilyn Monroe died a year earlier. So those are the, but that wasn't in the original, those are the ideas. Very Isn't that interesting. Crazy? Sorry, Lai, we're not at the sports segment of the uh, the show yet. We'll be getting to that shortly. De uh, Lai wanted to mention that the Jets lost. Oh, okay. But thank, but thank you for letting us know, Larry. Um, always ahead of the times. Yes. Um, and that was very interesting. Right? Maybe we should do like more of that each week. Like a little, like a, little like lesson. A, well, because our kids are doing distance learning, why shouldn't why you do distance learning too? I think <laughs> I think every every adult should be learning every, every day, day of their lives, every right? Day. So Absolutely. I just feed sure. you some really which good conversational. Why, which, which is why we have the word of the day. That's part of the education. Everything and the trivia, all that stuff. It's all good stuff. So for um, in terms of current events, if you're anybody from Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, and any of you are drinkers, your favorite bar, uh, Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse, which has been a huge, uh, I guess, staple in the community there for the last 16 years, lost its liquor license, um, which is uh, obviously difficult, but they, supposedly they were uh, flouting COVID rules and the uh, regulators finally cracked down and their liquor license for now has been suspended. So that is uh, Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse. 
which is again unfortunate. Big day today. Sorry again. I'm sorry, it's the trees. Well, oh. I think we'll be okay for now. Yeah, of course. Um, school is back in session. I think in full throttle now in some places and not so much in others. Uh, right now in our own school district in New Rochelle, everything is um, basically remote learning until sometime in October. Um, I believe Yonkers is trying to go back uh, to be in person on a hybrid schedule sometime in October as well. Uh, but that is looking fairly tenuous at this, at this point. There's a lot of uh, controversy between the teachers and the union and the, it's, it's an entire mess. Well, and the one thing I have to say, because we have, um, I mean, I know our kids were in the pay program, so there was an art teacher who's really um, terrific, and she she kind of posted today that today they're going to actually be in the classroom, or she'll be in the classroom doing remote learning, so they're all kind of nervous about how this is going to work, and um, because it was it's different than before where they weren't in the building, now they're actually in the class and they're trying to do a lesson with kids remotely, and how can you actually connect with them, and I actually I had a conversation yesterday with our daughter Rebecca and she was explaining to me that now she's in an art program and it's very hard when you're doing art um, or music or a lab or things where you have to do hands-on things and how can you honestly get the most out of that kind of class it's very difficult so she explained that one of her professors is fantastic and it's an embroidery class and so when she's struggling with a stitch or something she literally like will show her screen to her her teacher, her professor, and then the professor will work with her verbally to, through the stitch. Hmm. Alternatively, she has another professor who's literally just sharing YouTube videos like she's an influencer or something and is just saying, here's how you use the loom. Here's how you use the loom here, go make like a, a yeah. sweater. And so she went in yesterday to the art school to use the loom and she said, listen, it's very hard to just look at a video and then try to replicate what this person is doing. You can do that with makeup, but you can't necessarily do it with this huge loom. So she, And if you could, there would be no point of having to go to YouTube. Exactly. Like it's not YouTube University. Well, many people have gotten a lot of skills out of that and you might know how to like I learned how to drain the hot tub from it, but I'm not I don't get a certification for it. So you know, I do think that certain professors can rise to the challenge and listen they, to the students. If they want to. Yeah, but listen to your students. And, and when the students say to you, I really feel like I need that personalized attention. I'm struggling with this. I mean, even when we hear about extra help, and, and some students are intimidated to go because there's too many students in an extra help session. This is a time for a teacher to say, you know what, we're going to split off into groups of five. And, and maybe, you know, let's do extra help a different way and you're not gonna feel as intimidated. So take this as an opportunity to actually work out some of those kinks that sometimes don't even work well in person. So that, I'm off my soapbox now. And, and staying on the education front for a second, it looks like the Mamaroneck School District today started up in-person classes. Wow, that's yep. impressive. It is very impressive. And just to, as a point of comparison, I think Mamaroneck School District is probably about 5,500 students, somewhere between 5,500 and 5,800, whatever. And they managed to find a way to have in-person classes starting this week. I believe White Plains School District is going to have in-person classes starting next week. Well, one of our good friends in Great Neck, his son is doing that, and it was funny because I remember because he said to us that they're doing little pods, so I think there's only 12 students in each class. And he said the biggest problem that his son has now is he doesn't like any of his classmates. 
So my point is, <laughs> New Rochelle School District with 10,500 to 11,000 school district, yes, it is a very tall task yes. to figure out a way to get in-person classes started. That being said, New Rochelle has plenty, and I mean plenty, of buildings to house these students. They needed to get its act together a lot sooner than they did, and they did not. Okay, so if anybody says we have a lot more students than all the other districts, true. We also have a lot more space, and we should have figured this out a lot sooner, and those kids should be in class in some way, whether it's once a week, twice a week, whatever it is, whatever the hybrid model is, should have been thought about a lot sooner, and it, well, didn't, and it didn't happen. And I just read an article, I think it was in the Washington Post, about how in 1908, when there was a an outbreak of tuberculosis among little kids or children or whatever there was a there was a school district in Rhode Island that did outdoor school even during the winter wow. and they would wrap them heat, in like flannel and and they would and they their desks were movable so that they would go within the direction of the Sun so if it started to get like the you know they lost sunlight and those kids were actually hardier and ha and were more energetic because they were learning outside so i mean it's a beautiful day today do you understand the topic i'm, I'm a little cold but i yeah, lost I just, the feeling in I, my toes but, but I, think I think i got but, this but I, but I think i understand right you know they lost a couple of, of like, extremities but other than that they were great they never got tuberculosis so i mean what's the alternative and we, we hope that the all of our students whether it's here in rochelle and, and all the other districts continue to get a you know as great an education as possible so they can aspire to attend some of the great universities that are out there when they finally graduate from the school district. And on that, the top five colleges that they might want to look to apply to when it comes time, according to the U.S. News, okay? Okay. Came out with these five top colleges right now. Can you Harvard? Guess? Well, let me give you the order, which, all right, Harvard's in there. What number are they? Two. Excellent. Very good. Thank you. Who's number one? Stanford. Nope. Princeton. Very good. Princeton's first, Harvard's second. Okay. okay. Who's third? Stanford. No. Yale. No. University of Pennsylvania. No. It's Columbia. So it goes Princeton, wow. Harvard, Columbia. Nice. And then there's a tie for the four and five spot. What are those four and five spots? I'm going to go with Stanford again. They are not. Really? Correct. What is going on with Stanford? I, I don't know. And it's still, it's got to be an Ivy League, though. Well, one of them is and one of them is not. Okay. Number Northwestern? Four, nope. Uh, Johns Hopkins. Johnny Hopkins. Johnny Hopkins. Smoke weed with Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line from Step Brothers, in case um, anybody's wondering. Uh, no. Number four and five, or whichever way you want to position them, is MIT. Okay. Oh, forgot about them. And Yale. I said Yale. Did I say I said Yale before? Well, yeah, but you did, right. but okay. not in the order I wanted yeah, to Yeah, MIT, say. they're really smart there. They're like... Or, or in Boston, they'd say they're wicked smart there in MIT. <laughs> they're wicked smart. They're wicked so, smart. And if, and if you happen to be taking your kid to Princeton, okay? Yeah. You got to take them in the car or her in the car, expect to pay a lot more in tolls in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, they just went up. Tolls like, in New Jersey? Like, uh, up torture. 36%. Torture. 36% on the Garden State Parkway, on the New Jersey Turnpike, and the Atlantic City Expressway. Who the hell's raising tolls during a pandemic for God's sake? How they, do you, and there's so many tolls in Jersey. Which yeah, they should have thought they should they should have thought about the ventilation a long time ago. I, I it probably is an issue. This should have been discussed months ago. 
Hence my idea for outdoor schools. Right, er, ex exactly. Wear a couple um, of, wear layers. So, public service health announcement coming up here, besides the What's bee that's the about to happen. Like if anybody's thinking about going swimming in the Long Island Sound anytime soon, please, please be careful because there have been five people infected by a flesh-eating bacteria oh, in the Long Island Sound. Yeah. This thing is called Vibrio vulnificus and it can result in intensive care, limb amputation, and some other really bad stuff, according to the Connecticut Department of Health. All of this being found in Long Island Sound. Five people. That's, that's just... Between that and the amoeba thing, nobody's ever going to go into a body of water again. No, I, I, I'm not going anytime sharks, soon. Sharks, <laughs> don't go in the ocean, don't Sh go in the lake, sharks, don't go amoebas. in the pond. <laughs> just, uh. just hang out and you... And we, I don't know what's in that hot tub. I'm a we can't, we can't. I need to <laughs> empty it and I lost the thing to empty it. So I'm waiting for UPS to deliver it so I can empty it and refill it Where for are our you? last, last, you know, Where hurrah. Are you? Where are you, UPS man? Seriously. Um, probably makes you happy because Mayor de Blasio is getting about 200 people protesting in front of Britain. Oh, right, in front, in front of, of his house? Giving him, quote-unquote, a notice of transfer because the 200 protesters are very upset that he's basically kicking out people out of homeless people in a shelter right now and, and relocating them without any notice. So they're trying to basically... Oh, that's the Upper West Side people. On the, on the Upper West Side. So Which, incidentally, my friend Barb, who lives on the Upper West Side, said, don't believe the hype with the media. She's like, the Upper West Side right now is beautiful. and They have the outdoor restaurants. It's been very nice. Same thing in Chicago. Somebody yeah. was asking me on the phone yesterday, because um, I mentioned that we brought our son to Chicago. Oh, how is it there? And I said, it's actually fine. Yeah. I mean, there's some parts you don't want to be around, but overall, it's it's, it's fine. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's what our friend uh, Barb said, too. She said the Upper West Side is beautiful. So, yes, they're, they're certainly the, the crews are right out in front in these places looking for bad stuff, but there is still good stuff there. So, um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. On the education front, again, if you are a teacher or substitute teacher, can, sounds like you can write your own ticket right now because there is huge demand for substitute teachers right now. Supposedly a lot of the districts that have had problems with the number of teachers retiring, teachers opting out, whatever, is that they're having trouble finding people to cover um, when needed. So substitute okay. teachers are in huge demand right now. Just keep that in mind. All right. Here in Westchester and uh, we're going to tie this to the next story, which happened over the weekend. Very disturbing. Westlake High School in Westchester has come under fire because a teacher decided to uh, provide a cartoon comparing cops to KKK. Oh, wow. Oh, that's terrible. And I... It's really so upsetting what is going on with police officers and, the, and, and their, the treatment by people in this country right now. And again, I will say, yes, there needs to be police reform. We need to make sure that people are treated fairly and equitably and, and, and we need to, to make sure we rid the system of all the poison that we've seen over the years and so forth. So this is, this is not meant to dismiss any of that. But as a whole, I still believe in police force and law enforcement. I I, I love uh, what they do for us and you know our city and Westchester, New York, and our country. I'm very.
thankful that we have the police, and I believe everybody else out there should be as well. And the, to continue to teach our children that police are the enemy um, is just really so, it's so upsetting. It, it makes me sick at times to think about this is what we're teaching our children to how, to how to look at the police, which ends up resulting in god-awful tra tragic incidents like we had this past weekend in L.A. with two police officers getting ambushed. It, it's just, uh, they were both shot, were they they both shot, shot? point blank range by somebody. I don't know if they found the suspect yet, but two police officers ambushed in, in L.A. Thank God they're supposedly going to be recovering. Oh, that's good. Um, it's it's it, domestic terrorism. It the, is plain that's and simple. Correct. It is domestic terrorism. It's one thing where you know we, there has to be reforms that that are put in place. We all agree on that that completely. But we it is not we, about. We, we can have police reform and 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 make sure that again we you know we weed out right. the bad cops that are out there because there are but we can also continue to show our love and respect for those that 100% deserve our respect right and retaliation doesn't mean hurting oh, a bad really I mean hurting a good cop either you know oh, it's like it's, what are you kidding me these, these officers put their lives on the line every single day yeah every single day you know they, they have families and every time a fam you know a police officer was a part of family goes out to their job that family does not know whether or not they're going to see that officer when they come, you know, later on that day, going to be coming home. And it's really, it's that simple for me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much, because I know it's a little... Sore it, subject. It's a sore subject, but the Drew Barrymore <laughs> show is, I think, going to be airing today. Yeah, premieres today. Premieres today. And just for everybody out there, Beth... Um, I believe put in her name a while back to be the publicist for the Drew Barrymore show. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she did not get the call. I can tell you that if she were the publicist for that show, Everybody all of would, you would and, know and about it. would know about it. Yeah. And not only not all of you, but the entire country would be watching that show if Beth was the publicist for Drew Barrymore. Um, the fact that they did not choose you, it, it is their loss. It's a, it's one of the, you know, I always, I always drop like the pretty woman, uh, gif, gifty, you know. Big mistake. Big mistake. Big, huge. Because I used to do, I did PR for many, many TV shows and, and for the Ricky Lake show and a bunch of other talk shows. And I mean, I love Drew Barrymore. I know everything about her and, and I wasn't even, um, I wasn't even advanced to the next round. And I have to say it's an ageism thing in the entertainment industry as it relates to women for the most part, um, after you hit a certain age, you're just not of interest. So if you're not in your 30s or your early 40s, you're that's it. You know, Once you hit your mid 40s and up, you're really not considered for jobs in the entertainment industry. And, and it's really um, disheartening and- Big um, mistake, huge. And so I, I, I finally came to the conclusion of, I'm not gonna keep trying to go after something that they know how how good I, I would be, so I'm just gonna go live my best life and you know they can go pound rock sand. my shakes. <laughs> go I still do PR and I still do it with people that want to work with me and they, you know and screw it. you, Drew Barrymore. You, yeah. <laughs> you tell them, girl. Yeah. You tell and what them. I was gonna say before 
was that the shows are premiering this week, right? But meanwhile, you and I have been like, we've had a show every single day for six days a week. <laughs> exactly. You know? I was watching live with Kelly and Ryan, and they have to stay, like, stay, sit like 70 miles away from each other. Not Here us. we are, not us, because we're us. a married couple. So someone <laughs> saw us and, and discovered us, and, you know, out in the backyard here, and realized, you know what? We don't need them. We, we can don't do need that. We can pay them like a half of what they're making. And they can I, I, sit next to each other. Probably even a lot less. Even a lot less than that. Probably we can do a... demo segments in our kitchens. <laughs> we'll go to Denise's house again and do a segment by the pool. We'll go to Lucia's. She'll make lobster. I'm serious. Like, and Gina too. We'll do a lobster cook-off between Lucia and, and Gina. Then, and, then and then music by Kevin. We'll have a music segment and then we got Kevin. I mean, we got, we got the whole thing. Beth is the ultimate. Weaver. I'm the I'm not a, a weaver. A knitter. The knitter. Becca's a weaver. I'm a knitter. Knitter. Okay. Even though I don't knit. Well, but that's my old boss. So anyway, so, that's how I feel. Maybe this is a different time of our lives where ah, Lucia's in. in. She's the lobster fest. <laughs> We're gonna bring, I'm gonna bring my iPhone with me. We're in. All right. Uh, but we won't have any paper towels to clean up to help clean up because it continues to be a shortage. I got them from Wegmans it's, yesterday. In case anybody's wondering, if you're, if you're wondering in a supermarket what's in huge supply and what continues to be in, in tight supply, paper towels seem to be a Wegmans has their own brand of paper towels, I, I discovered yesterday, really? and, and I bought them. So. All right. Well, that's again. good to know. So if anybody, if you're out there looking for paper towels, according to Beth, Wegmans has they them. Have but them. a lot of other people have been struggling to find them, so you got lucky there. All or right. I got lucky. All right. Real quick on the sports front. Because you know Larry jumped the gun earlier. The Jets <laughs> lost. The Giants are playing tonight. Thank God. Now I can start thinking about something other than the Mets, who happened to lose yesterday and the day before, and the Yankees won. So this is an interesting time of year where you got baseball still going on, football starting up. This is generally, when in normal times, I think probably the most fun time of year in terms of sports when you got both baseball and football going on and plus you got basketball going on with the playoffs so that makes it interesting but i love september because yeah both uh both sports and happen. i have peloton and yacht rock with jen sherman so that's what i have <laughs> so there's that um <laughs> if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain like i'm riding a spin bike it's heaven um do you know which country and this is the last thing i'll i'll bring up before you take it away which country has the highest rate per capita covid infection rate highest per capita COVID infection rate in Is the it world? Brazil? Nope. Okay. Not the, not the total, the highest per capita infection rate for COVID. United States? Nope. India? Nope. Alright, so tell me what? Israel. What? Yep, Israel. Uh-oh. And they are uh, announcing that You know a lot of kids they, are taking a gap year there. They're going to be going into lockdown this coming Friday. Oh, wow. Because they, they actually had their classes go back in person. <clears throat> My cousin, I saw that her daughter just went back last week. In person. Yep. Oh wow. So Israel is uh, small country. Got it. Got its issues right now. In the nobody COVID is immune to this. Nobody is immune to that, and nobody is immune to the questions that Beth is about to ask on trivia. Yes, and I had a problem because I kept on ignoring my printer, and it kept saying it needed to replace the cartridge, and I was like, yeah, I got a little more uh, ink out of it. I can do it. And then today I tried to print it, and I, of course, there's no ink. So. The good news is I have it on my computer and it's right next to me. You just don't see it. So I'm right. just so, you know, I'm like a news anchor. You're still. I'm still. So here we go. And I don't need glasses because I lost right. the glasses, but I can see. What is blatherskite or blatherskate? Is it blatherskite? 
Blatherskite or Blatherskate? Nonsense talk? No. Well, give a little bit. A little Just bit. talking incessantly? Um, well, because you're saying blather. It's a person given to voluble, empty talk. So that's kind of... What was that? What was that? that sounds, no, that is right. Okay. No, it was right. All right. Because a volleyball at first I thought loud, you know, right? But empty talk, like you're you're loud but you're saying nothing. A lot of people do that these <laughs> days. They're just loud and they say nothing. You know, you know a person who's a blatherscape or Skype? I know I do. Um, not look at me when you're saying that. No, we have great conversations. All right, what was the last movie Walt Disney was able to work on before he died? Oh, I think we... Did um, we cover this? I, no, I don't know. No, I asked what year he was born. Jungle Book. Very good. How'd you know that? I knew that because I covered that trivia question with kids from camp over the summer. See, you think you're asking, you think I did it, but you actually did it. You're, we're all coming up with so much trivia. There's just not enough trivia there's to go not, around. Not Kevin with Jungle Book. Nice work. Okay. What team has the longest winning streak in NBA history? The longest winning streak? Yes. Warriors. Nope. I love this. All my high school like peeps are watching. Kevin, Dahlia Torin. Dahlia went to my high school, South Shore. Um, the Pacers, no. Lakers, exactly, Kevin. The wow. Lakers. Um, what country contributes the most players to the MLB besides the United States? Dominican Republic. I mean, like, was that like the like a second that you worked on? Come on, lay up. All right. Well, I just figured maybe you would, you know. Kind of like Kevin saying hi to Dahlia. They know each other. They were in the same. I think you guys were in the same graduation year. Um, what three teams did Babe Ruth play for? What three teams? Yes. Red Sox, the Yankees. Orioles? Nope. Pirates? Nope. I don't know. Alright, the Boston Braves. <sighs> what? That's right. the answer. I, right. I can't make it up. <laughs> no, I it was on a trivia thing, and that's what they said. The bad news bears. Funny. <laughs> All right. Here's a fun question. Which nut is used to make dynamite? That was like an interesting kind of question. I was like, I've <laughs> never seen that be before. And do you have to be careful if you eat too much, too many of them? Well, some people have to be careful of them anyway. But um, which I have nut? no idea that people use this kind of nut to make dynamite. I don't want to give anybody any ideas, yeah. though. Like, I hope there's no For kids you nuts watching. out there. For you nuts. People are nuts. Maybe that's why I came up with. He's nuts. He's nuts. He made a bomb out of dynamite, you know, with, uh, with a nut. At a, you know, he made dynamite. Al almonds? Nope. Almonds are safe. Can have an almond. How about cashews? No. Exactly, Kevin. Peanuts. Just peanuts? Peanuts. That's why I said some uh, people can't have it regardless. But uh, they're, yep. Can, you can make dynamite with peanuts. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, what was the first cold breakfast cereal invented in 
first cold. Yeah, sorry for the uh, either, I don't know, some landscape. Somebody's chopping down a tree again today. <coughs> Wheaties? I don't know. Granola. Oh. Ah, lucky charms. Nah, that was not 1863. Cornflakes would have, like, sounds like good, but no, it was granola. Okay. This is a good one because you always complain that I leave food in the refrigerator too long and everything expires. All right. What's the only edible food that never expires? The only edible food that never expires. Never expires. Come on, our foodies. What food never expires? Pickles. No. One of your favorite things. Honey, that's right, Kevin. Kevin with honey. Well, I, thought, I thought it was something in the refrigerator. No, I mean, it's, no, it doesn't, honey does not expire. Isn't that interesting? I thought, I thought that was Hiya, interesting. honey. Right. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you this a multiple choice. What was Google's original name? A, Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, B, one shot, C, typist, or D, back rub? Typist. Nope. It's like so lame. I can't, I'm so glad they didn't call it this. What is it? Back rub. I'm gonna go back rub it. <laughs> right, exactly, Kevin. <laughs> like, you can't Google, you know, you Google it, but you can't back rub it. Oh like, that's God. the weirdest thing. That Who's is... coming up with that? Like, that marketing team probably was like, that's the worst name ever, guys. Get rid of that marketing team. Get rid team. of that. Get rid of them. Give it to a chiropractor. Don't give it to a Google. <laughs> All right. What company did the founders of YouTube work for before starting YouTube? What company did they work for? Yep. Kodak. No. It's another internet company. MySpace. Nope. PayPal. Oh, interesting, right? That is interesting. All right, now for our final clip of the day, we're gonna do name that. Uh, what should we call it? We're gonna name that song or that the, that TV theme song. Okay, here we go. Oh right. no no no! Wait 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 wait! No, oh no. man, somebody like screwed so me up. Sorry about that. Sorry for the uh, ad. These ads are terrible. Here we go. Anybody? Oh, what is this? Like, uh, that was like, no, not Man From U.N.C.L.E. This is going to really upset me. I know it is, because it's so easy. 
Sex in the city. Uh, uh, I mean, come on. It wasn't a terrible show. I liked it. <laughs> and you know what? You know what I also liked? I love the Carrie Diaries. I binge watched that one. That was really good. And we, we got to just say this, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow. Darren and I finally found our next show to binge watch. Oh, oh my God! I didn't even mention it. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Let's okay, talk. but we'll, 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 we'll mention it tomorrow. We, I can't even say it. No, because we got no. We got to. Oh man! No. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna leave you in suspense. We have a new show that we're binge watching. We've been, we found it, right. and it is so. You found it. You it get, is such a guilty the, pleasure, and you get, you it's get so all the funny. We're gonna mention it tomorrow. Absolutely, we're gonna talk about it, and I'm sure you're gonna all gonna binge watch it too. All right, everybody. All right. All right. Mwah. Enjoy this beautiful day. Have fun. All right. All right. Take care. Smile. Bye.